Hey guys, I'm Carly Zakin. And I'm Danielle Weisberg, and we're the co-founders and co-CEOs of The Skim. On our podcast, Skimmed from the Couch, we talk to the women we look up to about the realities of getting to the top. And their advice is what's helped us grow the skim from a company of two to something much bigger. But we started here on a couch. Yes, we are sitting on a couch. And now we want to talk to you about the things that have helped us build our brand and answer any questions you guys might have about how to build your own careers. So every Thursday, we'll be discussing a topic that our guests brought up on Skim from the Couch that week. Expect to hear everything from how to nail an interview to how to manage a team. This week on the couch, Melissa Benishai talked to us about how she found her superpower to make her company Big by Melissa, the national brand we know and love and eat today. I think I have a lot of superpowers. <laughs> I do. I think the first and foremost, my superpower is that I see every challenge as an opportunity. And that attitude is what built Big by Melissa. And everyone embodies that attitude at Big Bad Melissa today, and that's how I know we can do anything. Now we want to take your questions on how to find your own superpower. Hi, my name is Juliana, and I was calling because I would listen to your blog this week, and I had uh, a question for you guys that I was hoping to see what your opinions were. Um, I'm a young professional. I'm 24 years old, and I have been really fortunate in the fact that I skipped a grade and graduated college early, and all of that seemed like a great thing until I got into corporate America, and now I find that my age is almost holding me back and letting people not take me seriously, Um, and so I find that I'm constantly trying to hide my age because I'm so young in comparison to my coworkers, which always eventually comes out, and I was wondering if you guys had any advice on how to mitigate the fact that I am young, but I still have a lot of experience and I'm not trying to be cocky and trying to be humbled, but I also don't want to be pushed to the wayside or considered like my ideas aren't important. So if you feel this is a good topic or have any ideas, I'll be watching your blog. Okay, thanks. Bye. First of all, Julianne, congratulations. That is hugely impressive. And I hope you take a moment to realize how much you've done at such a young age. Um, And I think that I would hope that's something that you would own and be proud of and wear as kind of a badge of honor. It seems like you got to take a minute and think about that and put it into context how much you've done and you should be proud of that. That's also easier said than done, it seems, given your situation, which we definitely relate to. In hearing your story, One of the things I was thinking about is that when we started the skim, we took a class. Um, It was a Skillshare class, which is this company um, that brings in kind of guest lecturers. You can sign up for a class. Uh, Ironically, the class was on the one thing that we knew how to do, find your business partner. But the guy that taught the class, this guy, Alex Taub, who has become a a very good friend and mentor to us, um, was someone that we were struck by how wise he was and and the advice that he gave us. And he's really the person that pushed us uh, to jump into this crazy adventure. And when we found out that he was younger than us, I remember we both had this moment where it was actually such a positive where we were like, wow, this guy has done so much in his career already that I think it kind of gave us this extra push to stop talking about something and do it. So I think if you can 
think about how you turn your age into something that um, stop thinking about it as a negative. Start thinking about it as something that you're proud of and that um, you're happy to talk about the goals that you have for yourself and how much you want to accomplish by the time you're X age. I also think, um, you know, it definitely was an issue for us when we started out. Like we 100% were not taken as seriously um, many times because we looked young. We were, you know, first-time entrepreneurs. We were you know, we were really young. And I think when I think about back at those moments, you know, at times we both, I mean, at least I can see for myself, like I felt almost embarrassed that like I had, um, like that I, I had such drive and it was like, I had to do this job and I had to start this company. And when people would sort of say to us like, slow down, slow down, or like, look at the two of you, you're so young. I felt like I had to defend that. And looking back on it now, um, that I'm older, uh, I would say it's more of an issue for other people. Like this, you being young and successful is not your issue. Own it. Be proud of it. Let other people go to therapy about why they have issue with younger people. Um, kind of, kind of taking chances and growing faster in your career in their careers. And honestly, to this day, one of my favorite things is that, um, you know, if I walk into the office, you know, I'm, I'm dressed down and jeans and a sweatshirt and definitely like, you know, hopefully don't look tired. So I look younger. Um, when people who are visiting the office don't think that I'm the CEO and I'll say like, are you here to see somebody or, you know, can I get you anything? There's so many times people are like a little bit dismissive. And then I say, I'm actually, I'm the co-founder. And they're like, oh, oh my God, I had no idea. And that's happened so many times, whether we were looking for new office spaces, when we've been in lawyers' offices, when we've been in certain brands' offices, or when people are in our office. So I would just say own it, embrace it, have a little bit of a laugh. I think it also gives you, to that point, a good read on other people. Yeah. If they have a problem with it, you're right, it is their problem. And I think for us, we've developed a culture at the skim one of our values is good ideas come from anyone no matter if you're a c-level executive or an intern and so i think for you if you're finding that this is an issue it might be something that you evaluate as an important part of a company's culture that you work at in the future because that's amazing and you should be proud of how far you've come and i think we're always impressed by the people who are earlier in their career who manage to um, have a maturity that is beyond their years. And for most managers, that would be a positive. Melissa knows this as well. She started her company at 24, took a bad situation, and turned it into an amazingly passionate career. So you got this, Julian. Wishing you all the best and know that you will turn this into a, the positive that it is. So let's take another question. Hi, my name is Caroline, and I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, I noticed when you were talking to Sarah Blakely, you asked her what she does to turn off. Um, and one of y'all said that you turned to cooking. Another one said physical exhaustion. Um, I was wondering, I know that typically when you connect to the why of starting a business, you need to do what you're passionate about. Typically, what helps you turn off or where you find that rest also happens to be a passion. How do you turn a passion into a profession without eventually ruining that passion? You know, like, say, cooking becomes something, so you become a caterer, and then you're stressed about finances all the time or something like that because you quit your day job to cook, and then you hate cooking. So I was just wondering if there's a way to capitalize on that passion and turn it into a profession without eventually ruining what that passion may have originally been. Thanks. Bye. 
That is such a great question, Caroline, um, because you're right. Like, it is really, really hard to um, to not burn out when you think about and obsess over one singular thing. I know for me, like, the, the positive is that I know I chose the right profession because even when I'm on vacation, I want to read the news. And I, I hate not knowing what's going on. So for me, turning off does not mean turning off from actually, like, paying attention around the world because— I actually am very interested in that, and it's not just because it's my job. But there, when I think about what are the stressors, the stressors that I have in my life are managing, making business decisions, um, you know, being on email all the time, um, trying to to be involved in the, in the business side of what my passion is. And so I work really, really hard to turn that part of myself off. So whether it's deleting my email on the weekends, which I'm known to do, not responding to emails on vacation, completely deleting the mail app. Uh, it doesn't mean that I don't want to like see what's on the internet and look at what's going on in the world, but I divorce myself from what ends up causing the stress. I also think what's interesting about what we did, and I think also what Sarah was talking about, is that our professional passion was news, right? And I think Sarah's was was kind of marketing and, and sales in, in a lot of way, and she, she has done that to, I mean, a phenomenal success. I think for us, our professional passion is news, and both the cooking part and the working out part um, are things that we developed to cope with the everyday business stress. So I think those became things that we became passionate about in order to turn off. Um, but I don't think, well, I know you say that you would be a professional chef, but I, I question that. But, I think that that's very insulting to me. <laughs> and I say that I would like to be a professional spin instructor, but I don't know if I would. If I, 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 I encourage I you. <laughs> I root for you. It's called a partnership. But, but I think that our our professional passion and our personal passions that help us to unplug are two different things yes. is what I'm trying to say. So I think that the professional passion, the thing that you keep motivated about and keeps you amped and the thing that you never want to unplug from is what you should focus on in a career sense. And I think that the things that help you unwind, um, you know, are are things you really have to consider whether or not you want to do that every single day, day in and day out. Agree. We love hearing from you guys. So please give us a call at 646-461-6370 to leave us a voicemail, we're old school like that, and be featured on an upcoming episode. 